winter break has finally started for us, which means that Jared and I both are getting over colds. So if you notice that my voice is a little bit different, that is why. And I say I'm hopefully getting over a cold because hopefully this doesn't drag on for the entire duration of our winter break. But today I want to talk to you about something that is going to come after winter break, and that is how to tap into and fully utilize some of the traditional marketing and promotion practices that we already do for CTE. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. I have been able to do quite a few virtual presentations recently, and what I love about them is that at the end, because I have a live audience, I get to ask them questions or what questions do they have for me? And I was speaking to one group in particular, and I was talking to them about how to use social media to promote their program, increase their visibility, and they were actually asking about the more traditional means that they use. So for example, like that eighth grade or ninth grade day when you have those lower classmen coming up to say your high school and you are able to really show off your programs. So that's what we're going to focus on today. But before we do that, I did get another question from them and it was about those compete other competing electives. So I might ruffle some feathers here, but this is how it goes. If you are working your tail off to get and recruit students for your programs, do not worry about those other people. They can do just as much as you can. And I also believe that we are not going after the same students. If a student is going to take another class, they are going to take that other class. I think that the pie isn't actually as small as we think. I think it's a bigger pie. So instead of thinking about how we're competing against for, or I guess, for the same 10 kids. No, you're actually competing for 20 kids because what we sometimes forget about are those kids who have chosen to leave school early so they have like some sort of work release or their office TAs or they full on graduate early. Those are the students that we need to recruit and we need to get into our classes because they are already at the school and They're just using their electives in different ways. They haven't already decided on what elective to take. Okay, so there's kind of my soapbox on that. So I don't think that you are competing against other electives. And even within CTE, I think that there is a place for everyone. And if we all do our best at recruiting and having the best programs, then our numbers will just increase Obviously, there is a little bit of a roof because of the capacity of your school, the enrollment of your school, but I believe that we can actually work together to make our CTE programs stronger. Okay, so now we are going to go into whatever eighth grade, ninth grade, seventh grade recruiting day that you have. Now, it might look different from school to school, district from district, and I'm just going to give you some ideas based on the ones that I have been involved in. So I've had 
some experiences where students will come over during the night, like the night before or something with their parents, and they walk around. And it kind of reminds me of a science fair. So science fair style. Now I've dealt the, done these at night with parents, but then I've also had the experience of having students come during the day, kind of like on a field trip kind of feel. And same thing, science fair style. So what you need to do to maximize on that kind of recruiting event is you need to think about what can you do to allow the most students to have a hands-on experience while they are walking around or while they are looking at whatever you're doing. So you're going to have some sort of like make and take, and they don't necessarily have to take something with them, but what is something that they can do? And you don't want just one kid being able to do something. You want like five or 10 students to be able to do something, whether it's to hammer a nail or you've got some sewing machines or you've got some 3D printers. What are some things that you can have students do? Because once those five or 10 students start participating, then other students are kind of wondering like, what's going on over there? All right, so that's what you're going to do on the day of, if you kind of have that science fair, like booth kind of thing. Because I'm you go to so many different things and it's really awkward when you're walking around kind of like a craft fair or something like that and people are just waiting to sell to you. Well, that's what it feels like for these students is that you as teachers, you're just standing there like waiting to sell their program and they may not want to buy anything. Like if they're on a field trip, like they may not want to buy anything that's for sale. So you need to draw them in and entice them and have something for them to do. If you have no clue what to do, maybe ask your students, like what are some fun, quick something that we can do to really show off what we do here? And maybe it is condensing an activity or a project or a skill they have learned. And you can even see if it's possible to utilize some of your existing students to help grab those students in and show them what to do. Okay, so that's a traditional way. And this may not be anything new, but what is going to be new is how you are going to tap into the social media aspect or the online aspect of this event. So before the event, you are going to write a caption that has to do with what your students are going to be doing during that fair. So what is it that you're going to be showing? You're going to have such and such junior high students came and visited your high school and they were able to see presentations from your photography class. And this is what they did. They learned about this. They got to look at the different cameras. They got to practice in front of a screen, whatever you're having them do, you already know, you've got it planned. So you are going to write a caption up and then your caption is ready to go. So then during the event, you just need to take pictures of what you wrote the caption about. So you are saying this is what's going to happen. Well, now just take pictures of that. And this is where it gets really good. Before the day has ended or sometime really soon thereafter, you are going to send that caption with those pictures to that school. 
and you're going to also do it to your school. So you might have to modify the captions a little bit. You can also send it to your district, however your social media works. So you can highlight all of the students involved. So it's great PR for everyone. That incoming school, that junior high, middle school, they will love getting something from you because they didn't have to do anything. You took the pictures, you wrote the caption, boom, they can post it up there and then their parents are thrilled. Oh yes, I did send my student over to the high school and I love that they were able to do this. Your school will also get a lot of credibility and then if it's the district, the district always loves highlighting as many students as possible. So because you have high school students and junior or middle school students together, or you're promoting those programs, it is just, it's going to be stellar. So if you don't know how to write a caption, I do have some free caption templates for you, kristenmasick.com forward slash captions. And you can actually, I'll have the link in the show notes so you can just grab those and you literally like fill in the blanks. And so you can go through that, fill in what you're doing, what the students are learning, what programs you're promoting, what classes, and then it just gives more information. Because I also want to remind you that as much as it irritates me, when they hand out those registration cards or when they open up registration, it's usually for like a week. And I know now that I'm an administrator, I see why they do it is because of counselors, it takes them forever to get those cards back. So really, the kids don't even have a clue what they're signing up for. They are probably being bribed somehow, some way, by their English teacher to return those cards to them. And so they're looking at their friends like, hey, what should we sign up for? And they just sign up for them. Or they take it home and their parents just fill it out and they return it. There's not a lot of thought that goes into that. But if they see on the school website or on social media that they went to the high school and this is what they experienced and these are some of the classes that they could take, now you have just put that little idea, that little thought, that little nugget of information that, hey, that class is offered over there and it can spark a conversation between the parent and the student. Did you get to see that? Oh yeah, I think that would be cool. Let's sign up for it and then we can still turn in our card and get whatever prize or extra credit or points or whatever the school is enticing us to hurry and quickly and get in our numbers. So I feel like I was talking really fast and kind of like all over the place in this episode, but here is a recap. So first off, you are not competing with anyone for electives. You are trying to get those students who haven't already decided what elective they're going to take. Then if you are having some sort of recruiting fair, there are ways that you can make it more interactive for more students, have it engaging, something that they can touch, do, see, really be enticed to take your classes. Then you are going to create a caption and include photos from the event and send it to the schools who came and visited your recruiting fair so that they can in then turn use that to put on their website, which will help you because 
the students have a registration card that has a very short amount of time where they have to return it. I want this year to be the very best year when it comes to you promoting your program. But I also want to simplify it because you are already teaching. You are spending so much of your time trying to help students learn a skill. You don't have a ton of time to worry about marketing and promoting your program. So if you haven't already, check out those free templates for the captions, kristenmasick.com forward slash captions, and find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. That's where I can answer questions through the DMs. And then I also like to highlight great things that are happening in CT classrooms around the country and around the world. Until next week.